asking for feedback. Hello, desk destitute, cubicle cheapened, open space strapped, corner office commendable, home den derelict, and coffee shop subjugated. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I am not the workplace hero. The goal of this podcast is to make you into a workplace hero. I am merely the doorman at this skyscraper of knowledge. (laughs) After a recent podcast episode about how to ask for and get a raise, which you can find over at workplacehero.me slash raise, I got some feedback from some people who are looking for more information on how they can really hone in and become the kind of employee who actually deserves and gets a raise. Some of their questions and comments reminded me of a few jobs that I've had in the past where, honestly, I had no idea how I was doing, or how anyone else was doing for that matter. I'd show up, I'd do what I thought the job entailed, I'd collect my paycheck, and I'd go home. And as unrocky as that boat was, I'd go home at the end of the day oddly unfulfilled. I was never really disappointed in my work, but I was also never really proud of my work or excited about it either. The simple existence of the like button on Facebook and all the other social media equivalents just proves that above many things, as a society, we crave feedback. Whether it's from our parents when we're kids, our teachers when we're in school, our friends and spouses in the real world, and of course our bosses at work. We desire feedback. In some cases, we even use it as our fuel or motivation to keep moving forward. So what happens when we don't get any? What happens when we work hard, hit all our deadlines, nail our deliverables, and still get met with stony silence? Worse yet, what happens when we know that we've screwed up or that we totally half-assed a project and we don't get chastised or reprimanded or even get asked, Is everything okay? Well, that's when we need to stand up, gather our courage, and march into our boss or our manager's office and ask for the feedback that we likely deserve. But how do we do that? In an article over at fastcompany.com, they say that it's not an easy or a natural task asking for someone's opinion or evaluating you or your work, but that it is indeed an essential part of career development. And while we can't promise that it will be painless, with the proper preparation and the right questions, asking for feedback can be a smooth process. But before we get into the best times and the best ways to ask for feedback, I want to direct you to the website waitlist.me. That's a program that I'm working on with my friend Monica Reinagel, who you may also know as the Nutrition Diva. Over there, we teach you to stop dieting and start weighing less, which means that we will share the tips and tricks and strategies and techniques that we use to help our personal coaching clients achieve a healthy weight and lifestyle without dieting. Because, well, dieting sucks. And it simply does not work. Not for long, anyway. The waitlist program actually closes on July 7th. So if you're listening to this when it first comes out, make sure to head over to waitlist.me and find out more. Otherwise, you'll have to wait until the new year to get started weighing less. Okay. Back to asking for feedback without sounding needy or lame. Let's start with the best times to ask for feedback. 
Of course, the number one time would be to ask during your annual review. And for those of you who haven't had one of those before, an annual review is a routine and formal process where your boss will evaluate your progress and contributions over the last year or the last quarter, depending on where you work. If your company doesn't have a formal review process, you should ask for one. Ask your boss or your HR department to set one up for you. If those opportunities don't present themselves naturally, I think that asking for feedback once per quarter is super helpful without being super overwhelming. The next best time to ask would be before an important meeting or an important presentation or before the end of a project. Think of this as an opportunity to be coached or mentored by your boss. After one of those scenarios is a good time to ask for feedback. It's a good moment to take a step back, get your manager's thoughts, and learn from the experience while it's still fresh in everyone's mind. And the next best time would be during your day-to-day. -day. There are usually small moments that occur every day when it's appropriate to ask for feedback, or when your boss will openly give said feedback. This is what we call ongoing feedback, and the more often it happens, the more opportunities you will have to grow your career. Plus, having this kind of easy interaction with your boss or manager is a good indication of a healthy working environment and relationship, which will have its own rewards. Now, before we get into how you should go about asking for feedback, I thought we should start with an article over at Forbes.com called How Not to Ask for Feedback. Okay, here's the scenario. Your coworker asks you if you'd be willing to look over his latest presentation, and you're more than happy to do it. Only when you get the email from him, all it says is, good to go, right? Boo! A rubber stamp question like that can make you feel worse than if you hadn't been asked in the first place. But like so many tricky communication issues in the office, this one's easier to understand when you're on the receiving end. In other words, it's possible that your colleague was actually trying to include you, but because he was rushed or felt like he'd done the job already, he phrased his question in a leading way. However, you can see that his communication style, inadvertently or not, makes him come off like he's being a manipulative wiener. And you've probably been there too. Have you ever framed an idea for your team by saying, can't we all agree that yada yada? This type of phrasing means that any response other than yes puts the other person in the position of having to immediately disagree with your yada yada. And really, who doesn't like yada? On the other hand, if you said a simple, what do you think? Or better yet, how could we improve on this? You're actually asking for active engagement, for criticism, for feedback, for innovation, in a way that shows it will be viewed as constructive, not adversarial. Of course, it may be that you have already made up your mind and your goal is to just get everyone on the same page. You intentionally don't want to ask a question that solicits a dialogue because, well, you don't actually have time or the budget or the wherewithal to alter your strategy right now, but you still want people to buy in. Well, that's fine too. But if that is the case, why not skip the leading question altogether? Instead, ask for what you need by saying something like this. Okay, we don't have the budget for any major changes, so I'd just like to know if anything jumps out for better or worse, so we know where to focus from here on out. Or, in the case of that colleague that sent you that presentation, well, he could have said, 
I'm due to share this later today, but I've read it so many times that I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. Would you mind doing a quick run through for anything that I missed? That way, he's being honest about the fact that he's not really open to strategic suggestions, but you know that your time is still valuable. Okay, now that we have that out of the way, let's talk about how you actually should ask for feedback. When it's time to meet your boss and review your work, the general question, how am I doing, <laughs> won't get you very far. Mostly because it provokes a simplified one-word answer, and that's not all that helpful for you. Managers actually enjoy giving balanced feedback, so give them the opportunity to do so. You can ask, what are some things that I did well? Or, what are some things I could have done differently or better? You can also ask for details and examples. This will ensure that you know what steps to take and how to improve. For example, if you get feedback saying, you could be a stronger communicator, well, you can follow up by saying, screw you, who asked you anyway? <laughs> okay, maybe not, but um, you probably should follow up by asking for an example of a time that you did communicate something effectively, or perhaps also a time that you had room for improvement. This will actually help you put that feedback into action. It's also important to ask both open-ended questions and specific questions. That way you can get a true and thorough understanding of your boss's outlook. Karen Hurt, the author of Overcoming an Imperfect Boss and former Fortune 15 executive at Verizon Wireless, recommends asking these five questions. Number one. What specifically can I do better to support our team's mission? Number two, if your boss were to give me one piece of advice, what would it be? Number three, who should I be working with more closely? Number four, which parts of my style concern you the most? And number five, specifically, what do I need to work on to be ready for and then insert the job or assignment that you're most interested in here? Now, one other thing before we get to your homework that you should consider is who you should be asking for feedback from. You don't just work with your boss, so it's important to make sure your feedback that you're seeking out is well-rounded. Approach all sorts of people, speak to your boss, reach out to coworkers, engage with clients, and even try communicating with competitors. They may tell you when you're onto something worthwhile or something they envy about your company or your projects. There is definitely more than one way to go about getting the feedback that you need to become the awesome employee that you want to be. Okay, now onto your homework. This week, I want you to ask for feedback from someone whose opinion you truly value. It doesn't have to be your boss or your manager or someone higher up or even somebody that you work with. Heck, it doesn't even have to be at work. I just want you to practice setting up, asking for, and listening to feedback. Remember what you learned from this podcast episode about asking clear questions that don't elicit one-word answers and certainly don't start the conversation with, I'm doing pretty well in this position, eh? You want real feedback, so ask real questions. After you've done this a few times for practice and to spur improvement, you will be certain to wow them when it comes time to hit your boss up for that quarterly review. One last thing. If you ask for feedback and it happens to be negative, well, don't despair. Constructive criticism is often the only way we learn about our weaknesses, without which we just can't improve. 
When we're defensive instead of accepting and gracious, we run the risk of missing out on this important insight. So remember, feedback is not easy to give and it's certainly not easy to receive, but it will help us now and in the long run. All right, now go and make this week feedback worthy. Workplace Hero is researched, written, narrated, and recorded by me, Brock Armstrong, in Vancouver, Canada. Logo by Ken Cunningham and music from my old band, The Irregular Heartbeats. Extra research this week from fastcompany.com and forbes.com. Thanks for the help, guys. <laughs>